Hi, I'm Darcy Hanna, author of the Beacon Bake Shop Mystery Series, author of the Very Cherry Mystery Series, author of the upcoming Food and Spirits Mystery Series, and author of several historical fiction. Did you ever wonder where I get my inspiration for the stories I write? I get it from my family, in particular from my conversations with my three amazing and creative sons. I'll be joined by my middle son, Dan, age 29, my youngest son, Matt, age 26. We have a great relationship, and we thought it would be fun to share our often wacky, often irreverent, yet always entertaining conversations with you. So buckle up, and welcome to the Motherboy Podcast. What the hell are, are you, you doing? What the hell are you doing? I'm making a, shor- a video short. While we're recording the podcast? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> It's a weeknight. Hey, welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the pot. Well, welcome, boys. We had an interesting evening, didn't we? Um, yeah, so you came over for dinner tonight. And, uh, well, well, first of all, we just back up and say we had a big, a big busy October. We're all on the other side of that now. Happy November. We're well into November. How do y'all feel? It's already a weekend in November. It's crazy. It's the 8th. I know. When this, when this drops, it'll be a little later than yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, time just goes by really fast. Yeah, this year went by really fast. Literally, there is uh, one more full week, and then it's Thanksgiving. Really? Oh, don't yeah, even say that. Is that true? Away. I didn't buy my turkey. I'm waiting for the price to go I down. I haven't bought anything. Really? Well, yeah, turkeys every year. I have never spent over a dollar per pound for turkey, and I saw it at $1.50 at Aldi. Then it dropped to – I'm like you, Dan, with the uh, market, the stock market or the – Bitcoin market. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm waiting for that Bitcoin price to go yeah. down, but it just keeps going. Up. I know. I'm what waiting for do? turkeys to drop a little bit. I saw them for a dollar thirty nine, maybe, and I'm like, now nah, I can go lower. Dan, crypto's a scam. So, uh, if you want to make money, <laughs> just, how do you make money? Uh, create your own shitcoin. Shitcoin. <laughs> yeah, really. Instead, own shit instead of Bitcoin, and get, you get can... a bunch of get a bunch of idiots how, to invest. How in to it. get rich? All you all you need to do is have your own shitcoin. Mm-hmm. And then you you hype it. You give it value. You hype, you hype the shit out of it. You get on Twitter and you tweet about it all day. And then you get people to believe in it. And then you do that over and over and over again. And then you just keep saying, like, oh, the, the developers are developing it. Oh, yeah, it's coming. Oh, yeah, this is coming. <laughs> all right, whatever. We promise. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we don't have the keys to the, the liquidity pool. Yeah, we don't have the keys. Yeah, yeah I can't access the, the we, we can't access the funds. We can't access, we can't the access the it. And mean, meanwhile, people are buying it and buying it and buying it. it keeps going. And on. yeah, you're just like, yeah. And, and once like, it reaches like at least twenty million, that's when you take. That's like, when you take all of it out. When's the NFT? When's sound NFTs? And you're like, I don't know. Like, they're, they're, we're working on it. We're working on it, right? And then and then you just pump it, pump it, and finally it pumps up so much. And then you you actually did have the keys to the liquidity pool the whole time, but you lied about it. And yes. that's really, that's the secret to making money is you got to yeah. lie about having the keys yeah. to the liquidity yeah, I pool. No, I didn't understand a word you said. You have to lie and cheat. Yeah, you, you lie, you lie, and then it's you like, just okay, sell so all it's your like, coins. It's like saying, hey, guys. You're selling no, air. You're like selling uh, swampland in Florida, as no, we used to say back in the old day. I got some swampland. Yeah, but Disney did that, and they turned it into gold. So Yeah, you can buy, now, now yeah, you can now turn swamp into, yeah, you should have bought it. Basically, what you're saying is like uh, Maybe that's uh, the lesson. cryptocurrency or an NFT is like like cash, right? And then the the name of the cryptocurrency is like your bank account and the the key that he's talking about is just your debit card so what do you do is you just tell people put cash in your bank account <laughs> and tell them hey guys you're gonna get a piece of this it's yeah, gonna appreciate you're like i don't have the debit card to use this the us dollar 
It's going to become two U.S. dollars. You're worth two U.S. dollars. Yeah. Meanwhile, you're like, I, we, the, the credit card is locked in a safe, and we don't have access to it. We can't use the credit card. And then one day, people put so much money in, and then you use the credit card to buy like a yacht or something. Yeah. That. And then, and then you don't. Isn't that what call, Sam Bankman Freed did? No, Sam no. Bankman Freed. Yeah. Explain, this is interesting. Explain he had sex with a very scam. ugly woman. Okay. Enough. <laughs> he was and having a. He was in. Oh, what is it called? They call it a. A molecule. Wasn't he on a lot of drugs too? He was on though? a, oh no, a polycule. A polycule. I've never heard of a polycule. It's a polyamorous relationship. Oh, oh, oh Jesus! Seven Criminy. sweaty nerds in the Cayman Islands. One girl. Oh, the, it's that's <laughs> not true. Is it true? Pretty sure there might have been more than one, but it's. All I right. think there was one girl. <laughs> At least one. And with how many sweaty boys? I don't know. I don't know. Probably like ten. But. The thing with him was the cool thing that he did, well, how he made all his money. This is great. This is probably my, if I was going to do it, this is how I would do it. Okay. I would say, all right, um, everyone, I made a little exchange where you can buy a bunch of crypto and I'm going to pay Tom Brady and like Kevin O'Leary and whatever. Yeah. I'm going to pay him so much money to say that it's good so I can get everyone to join it. And then I, and then everyone gives me their money and then I take their money and I pretend that I have their money. But then what I do instead is I go and I use that money in my little slush fund and I do a bunch of trading and other sketchy stuff in my trust fund. And then one, and then all of a sudden, you know, people, they want to take their money out because they're like, wait, crypto went down a little bit. So they're trying to sell, but they shouldn't sell. Who, why would you sell? Yeah. So they try to take their money out, but I don't have their money anymore because I use it in my fund. So like I lost all their deposits, Sorry. but that's not fraud, right? That's not fraud. <laughs> that's not fraud. Why? <laughs> yeah. Sam Bankman. Yeah. Fraud. And then I, and then me and my boys, we rent a house in like Miami and we all bang the same girl. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and it's a nerd's <laughs> Wait, No, they're in the, they're in the Bahamas. They're it's in a, a penthouse. It's a nerd's Bahamas. dream. And that honestly, that honestly sharing is the dream. It's sharing one woman to ten guys yeah. is the dream. A one to ten, one to ten poly, uh, one one to ten ratio poly relationship, men to women, and you you scammed billions of dollars out of people. Exactly. Yeah, and that is, you do nothing but eat hot See? chip, lie, and make money. Hot yeah. chip. What is yeah. hot chip? He used to. It's so what funny. He used chip? to. Um, you might well back. What is hot chip? Oh, that's a Family Guy thing. Look that up. Yeah, oh, oh, he's is like, it like he's a like, hot no, dip? It's, it's like keying uh, into food here. Peter Griffin's like uh, these hot modern these modern shit. women don't need don't know how to do anything. Um, <laughs> back in my do. day, a bunch of people lived together and they had a polyamorous relationship. It was called a commune. The only difference is that the communes back in the day, they didn't make money. They were more like hippie things. So uh, your generation's turned that on its head. Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of making poly, a lot, a lot of money. Honestly, if you if you see, I live find, in a house. No, if you find a couple, anything goes. No morals. No listen, values listen, except mom, for robbing people. What's going on in America? What if you home? find a couple that are in a polyamorous mm-hmm. relationship, Run. a polycule, a polycule, <laughs> it's a cult. It's a cult. It it's about a ninety percent chance that, that they have a leader named Joseph, and that. Uh, the end of the world is coming, yeah. and they're going to drink the Kool Aid. It's a cult. The ATF is going to come to your house and shoot your dog. Oh, let's not talk about that. Pa- <laughs> hey, Becca. In so, a poly, in a poly, in a pie. So no, no, no. He, did you? He got like his trial. Like he got found on. Did he found, get found guilty I, on I all seven accounts? He's it, looking at like over a hundred years in jail. Um, it got a little overshadowed. Uh, by a war. <laughs> by what? I know. That's I was. More I kept seeing that. it, like uh, Sam Bankman for trial is coming on, and you know they kept 
plugging it and then it's you hear cr- nothing. It's okay, crickets, the real crickets, crazy crickets. thing about his because like this guy is playing like he is convinced he did the right thing. He's convinced he did the right thing. Well, you know, with enough Adderall and Coke, well, you can convince yourself of anything. It's so crazy because like just he, ask Matthew. He no, was trying like I'm gonna play I'm gonna play devil's advocate. I'm gonna give you the Sam Bankman fried spin on on what happened. To in his opinion, like he did <sighs> He was trying to make the world a better place by and 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 he had to use, you know, by all means necessary to make the world a better place. So if that meant so that means fraud on like the highest level, then that's what it meant. But that he was going to make the world a better yeah. place. So he was basically thought that he was essentially like above the rules because he was so he was altruistic. He was so altruistic. He thought he was above the law. Yeah. Well, yeah, well the problem is, Dan, he could have gotten away with it if he didn't. Uh, have ruin a, have a his polycule. crypto exchange for all the people he funded <laughs> and lost them a ton of money. So you can you can play that game. Yeah. But it, but as long as you don't lose money for people. Mm-hmm. Well, the, it, right. he that he was his that was his he didn't lose sense. money. The crypto market went down. The crypto market went down Wait. because it's very cyclical, and people wanted to pull their deposits out. But he didn't have their deposits, so that's fraud. Because he spent them. That's it's fraud. Like, it's but like if you went to the is. bank in the bank what? and you try to get your money. It's like what happened during the Great Depression, when everyone had all their money in the bank, and then then mm-hmm. and then the uh, stock market crashed. People went to the bank to get their money out, and the bank wouldn't let them. There was a run on the bank. Right. Bank wouldn't let them have their money out. Right. But that's why we have the FDIC, which insures your your bank accounts, whatever. There is no regulations or no FDIC right. so for it's a, crypto. It's a, it's a wild, wild west. He was like a modern day Icarus. He flew a little too close to the sun, and his wings melted. Well, was Icarus always a douche? Now, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he was. He, he was, was. altruistic. He's like, you know what? We're escaping this prison, Dad, and I want all the other inmates to I've know. I've got it, but yeah, no. Anyhow, um, before he before he leaped out of that tower, he said, "See you later, bitches." Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of <laughs> speaking of a polycule, how are things going at the uh, at the uh, Hannah Brothers no, residence? No, no kidding. God damn it. <laughs> it's not no, there was one thing I wanted to um, talk about. So my girlfriend got me something. So I made her, I think it's a, that sounds so bad. You can say her name, right. Callista. No, 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 no. I made her a, a, something called a boo basket, which I maybe oh, already yeah, talked about. Oh yeah, those are cute. And like, she had no idea I was going to do it because she mentioned it to, it to me once. Those, I, those are the Halloween. things I like to capitalize yes. on. Where like your girlfriend mentioned something to you once, then because you always forget everything anyway. You know, you always. This is good I'm advice always, for young great, men. It's great. I always forget most of the stuff she says to me, and but like I, I remember. No, I remember. I do. Like sometimes, sometimes I'm just like <laughs> she just talks. I'm just like ah, just whatever. In one ear, out the other. But like sometimes I get, I get a couple of those. And like, I get some boo ideas. Basket. What yeah, is and boo she said boo basket to me once, and I was like, I'm gonna do it. So I made it for her, and she she had no idea. It was, it was actually really oh, good. That is so. Explain what a boo basket a is. Boo basket is just like a stupid little. Like it's like a hot. <laughs> so she explained it. She's like, "All right, it can either be Halloween themed if your boo's into Halloween." <laughs> <laughs> so she's the boo. Or it can be fall themed. So boo is like your like your love, like boo, my little boo. You never heard boo before? Hey boo. Yeah. Honey boo boo. Yes, I sort of. Yeah, it's like a term of endearment. That's it, cute. Yeah, I liked it. So, um, did you do Halloween or fall? Was your boo in fall or? I just went to Target yeah. and you know spent, spent some money. Spent money. Get a little Halloween. Whatever. That's, That's how Target. Gets and, and you Tar- got- Target probably invented the boo basket. Yeah, put it on did. TikTok just to make a quick dime. Target just to make it quick, or Hallmark. And it really pisses me off. How much did you spend on yours, Dan? 
Probably oh, like, did you make one too? Probably like 50 at least. Dude, I spent way more. Dude. Matt, you made a boo basket really? for your yeah, boo? Yeah, I, I, I had to buy the basket. You recycled your basket. No, I bought, oh, you I bought that. Ba- you yeah, bought I bought that. the basket. Dude, where the hell did you get that? Toys, Target. I have a basket here that you can I got everything at Target. It was way too expensive. I was like. Well, I just, I was bar- I was, bar- I was bargain shopping. I found, there maybe I did it early. Shop. I got all the deals. I don't know. I did the fall style. Good. Oh my gosh, I'm so proud. Of you guys have never told me you made boo baskets. You guys, I'm I'm so proud. That's uh, makes me makes me very proud of you. Makes me think that I did okay, something. Okay, stop. Something kind okay, stop. of right. Anyways, right. anyways. Okay, stop. <laughs> stop talking about the boo baskets. I'll never bring it up again. Anyways, so she made me one. Oh, okay. so, so so you're the boo on that. Okay. Yeah. So she made, and I actually didn't. What was your theme? Um, my theme was, well. Actually, it was sun. It was like sunshine or something. Like oh that. my gosh, she that's adorable! Took a whole theme to it. Yeah, it was, it was pretty sunshine. Pretty awesome. So you can do. Yeah, and I was like, "Why the hell is it sunshine?" Yeah. And she, so she ends up getting me this thing called a sunrise alarm clock. What? And if, I don't know if you know what this is, but it's a alarm clock that it's supposed to simulate a sunrise. So you have like a gentler wake up. <gasps> You're supposed to wake up in like a better oh, mood and have more energy. Yes. It's actually, like. Like so, so wait, wait. So the the room gets lighter and lighter gradually. Does the room get lighter? So the alarm clock simulates the colors of a sunrise. Oh my god! So it starts with like a very deep, like red, you know, red orange, whatever, and slowly gets more orange and yellow, and then like bright white, like. Oh my gosh! I'm kind of. I don't ever use an alarm. Your dad wakes me up. But if I did, I think I would use a sunrise alarm. I mean, well, the dad yeah. or the dogs, usually the dogs wake me up at some point you know, early, early. I'd like to sleep a little later, but. Yeah, and and I. Um, but that's cool. Did you use it? How is it? Yeah, you? so I used it. Oh, she also got me this gigantic mug that says, uh, hey, pumpkin. Oh, my God. It's enormous. So if, so if I bought you that, you'd be like, awesome. God, oh, it's, mom. It's, it's actually ginormous. It's, it's the like, biggest mug we own. Is it the yeah. size of a pumpkin? No. Like I mean, a baby pumpkin? Yeah, probably. It's, like, probably, it's enormous. It's probably at least four cups. I made a 20-ounce coffee in it, and it didn't even fill it all the way up. Oh it's God. huge. Yeah. It's, it's probably like huge. 24 ounces. It might be like a 32-ounce. That's a yeah. really good thing to do for Halloween. I like that better it than was candy. Fun. It was fun. Yeah, that's really yeah, it's really. Fun. It's like an Easter basket. So did you get yeah, one, too? Yeah, it is exactly like an Easter basket. But it totally is sponsored by Target. Yeah. <laughs> Target has a conspiracy. <laughs> they have monopolized to make money. the female mind. <laughs> well, yeah, they, have, they, they really have captured it, haven't yeah, they? they? They, they really? probably like are in bed with Hallmark. The, the other thing too that kills me is like home, like Crystal will be like, "It's National Hot Cocoa Day." I'm like, "This is a, this is bullshit." Like, there is a weird <laughs> no. The honestly, what the hell is so that? many holidays. What is that? It's just another holiday to get you to spend money. Oh my god! Did you guys listen to that? Oh, it was a podcast. I want to think it was not. Uh... It's National Go to Dunkin' Donuts. It was. It was and about their, their gift card. No, thing. listen. It was about the woman. There is a woman who basically came up with almost every holiday. And I can't remember why. It was something Jim made me listen to a long time ago. And her name is Target. Um, no, but it's... Wendy like, Target. Wendy Target. Also, like, we- She's also the Wendy from Wendy's. Did you know that it's uh, National uh, Square Hamburger Day? So go to your nearest <laughs> Wendy's. 15% off square hamburgers. No, seriously. It's like this... Yeah, um, that's interesting. Tomorrow though. is National Cozy Mystery Day. So I hope you boys grab a cozy mystery and everybody out there... Is it really? Is it really? I'm going to start it. Like, got to promote oh, your just, own okay. brand. Okay. All right. Well, you're bullshitting. Cozy so. mystery. Bullshitting. Is there a coupon? Speaking of bullshitting. Wait, wait. I learned I... something the other day. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Matthew is a smoker. Is gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually gay. No, you, I had no. You're 
<laughs> using gay to cover up your, your t- tobacco use. So you've, I know you vaped in college, and I thought it ended. And years later, you come to me. Yeah. And you go, Mom, look at this. And you pull something out of your pocket. And you're like, I'm quitting tobacco. And I'm like, well, congratulations. I didn't know you used tobacco. That's the best way to tell someone you're quitting something. But I mean, for A, you hit it really well. Pull but my B, cock out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not where you're going with that? No. Oh, <laughs> I was going with like, if your like, parents were like super against you being like gay and you're trying to come out. Instead of coming out, you could say, hey, I'm quitting being gay. Okay. <laughs> and then they'd be like, what? You were gay the whole time. I think Wait, you were gay this whole time? <laughs> well, I'm glad you're quitting. <laughs> well, your mother and I are upset, but I'm glad, we're, I'm glad, glad you're I'm quitting. Glad, I'm glad you're quitting. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Matthew. So anyhow, why, why I bring this up right now is because you pull out this, your vapey thing which i didn't know you even had but like obviously there's no nicotine you, in it yeah you were very slight but whatever it, you're like hey taste this and i'm like what is this and you're like well i've stopped smoking and now i'm using this what is it an essential oil it's basically an essential oil and I, dispenser hey i'm proud that you're growing up because i think it's a sign of growing up and you know we stop our um i'm gay okay <laughs> <laughs> matthew See, this is what happens when you try to have a serious conversation <laughs> with a microphone in front of you. Your son immediately goes to the one thing <laughs> he knows that will just derail the conversation. And this is this is the pain of being a mom sometimes. It's like you you try to teach your kids to talk to you. Any to be young honest. kid, like if you get caught with drugs, you just be like, "I'm gay." I'm like gay. I'm, I'm, I'm so gay. <laughs> It is a strategy, and Matt's trying to use it, but your parents are parents are bigots. But I can't. They, they, they don't want to be bigots. I can't. So. I can't believe it because you made your girlfriend a boo basket. So, you you so good good try to lie. But that he smoked cigarettes. No, no, I no, never so, smoked so cigarettes. Anyhow, so he, no, no, it was just vaping. Like one but time. I, it was pretty. I was pretty. More than one time. I was pretty gobsmacked because it was like I never bought a pack. Neither neither have I. Okay, you're lying to Jesus. To both I've of you, never, smoke? No, no, no. What no, the no, hell no, is no, going no. I've on? I've had a couple cigarettes because I like to have fun sometimes. Because nicotine oh, fucking rocks. Okay, but I want to Okay, tell mom, you. here's the thing. Okay. I'll try anything once. No, I, that's well, not you true. Said, you that's said not true. twice. I'll, you told me I'll once. I'll try that anything you... twice. I'll do anything for $5. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But like, <laughs> you're getting older. You're growing up. Like You, you got to start to protect the brain no, cells. I don't know. Like I've tried it, but I don't know. It's it's. Interesting. Well, I'll, I have a perspective on it. At least. Well, I do too. And I bring this up because Matt is like, hey, taste this. And I taste this like, uh, it's just, what is it? Flavored air. Yeah. But it hurt my lungs. <laughs> like, so I'm feeling it. What the hell did you give me? Just an essential oil. Oof. There's nothing in it. It's probably still not good for you. It's probably still it's, not the greatest for you. I'm going to just say. You don't have to do it again. But it doesn't <laughs> taste good. There's no nicotine in there. <laughs> Anyhow. No, it's interesting. But I just found it like a... Uh, I'm such a good parent. I never knew it. And you lived with you lived here for quite some time, which is pretty funny. But I'm glad you're I'm glad you're quitting nicotine because I do feel any kind of I mean everything in my really hurt your lungs. Yeah, there's there's literally nothing. No, it's not there's hurting no them. I can feel it's like what well, is smoke, oil. smoking is bad. Actually, yeah. nicotine's actually like that. The actual uh, drug. I see. Nicotine. I didn't. I've never smoked anything. Yeah, it's actually not bad for you. It's a neuro, it's a nootropic. Well, yeah, yeah. So no, like I know, you could I chew know. like nicotine gum, but it is addictive. So it's like rub it on your skin. Yeah. 
I don't know, but it, but well, it's also in tobacco, so that's right. why most people get it from tobacco. Well, right. So. I think that's supposed to be one of the most addictive substances. Yeah, but it's, it is. I mean, a lot of people. Oh my gosh, back in the olden days, like yeah. everybody smoked. But my mom was a kid; she never smoked. Her, but her dad did. My dad's mother smoked. My dad, I think, grandpa smoked for. Somebody, somebody told while me. While he was that. a young man, when he got out of the navy, I think he quit when he got married, and yeah. then he, then he drank a lot of coffee. Uh, somebody told me that like nicotine. Helps with memory too. Oh, yeah, it's, it, well, like it's, it's a nootropic. It, yeah. yeah, it is. It, there's some weird benefits to, to nicotine. I don't really know all of it. Well, and another another cool thing that Matt said was, you have very vivid dreaming right now. Yeah, it's really weird. So you're you're kind of changing a habit, but you have very vivid vivid dreaming. Um, and I was just at Grandma's house, and uh, I had a great time. We had a super fun visit but um one of the things she does really well and i'm gonna talk to you like do you guys know what lucid dreaming is do you think you're lucid dreaming do you know what lucid no. dreaming is i've done there's, it once there's vi- only once maybe i, I don't i can't tell so lucid dreaming is when you are dreaming but it's very very realistic and you kind of are engaging in your dream you're like aware that you're, you're in a dream. Yeah. well you might not be aware that you're a dream but you can manipulate your surroundings like you can kind of change, you can kind of direct your dream. I think. Um, Maybe I'm lucid dreaming. I don't know. You could be. Uh, I was listening to it was so interesting because um, I was listening to a podcast about this, and it's a paranormal podcast. I don't know. Just sometimes, whatever, just popped on. But it was so interesting that they were talking about um, like the practice of lucid dreaming. You can train yourself to lucid dream, and there were some. Some of the benefits, I guess, they're now like really looking into lucid dreaming to help with PTSD, um, help with anxiety, because sometimes people have bad dreams or they um, there's something that that they just can't sleep or whatever. But if you actually can increase the chances of you engaging in a lucid dream, I thought it was pretty fascinating. I've had like there are certain dreams that I remember because they were so real. And they're so meaningful. And one of the ways, and I think we're lucid dreaming and why I bring grandma into this, is that like a a lot of times um, when you lose something very dear is when you start searching. Do you know what I mean? What I'm saying? Like like if you have a loss in your family, somebody that was very close to you, then you're like, you know, you know what church tells you about, you know, heaven and, and the afterlife or whatever. But there's also all these other things and people with experiences and you kind of like investigate a little bit. Do you know what I'm saying? And so if you dream, and I've had these dreams before of a loved one who's passed away that comes back into your dream and the dream is very realistic. So I had this with my, my own dad. I've had two very vivid dreams where we're interacting. Um, and one of them was, and usually when these occur, there's always somebody else in the dream. And I kind of think that's almost like an angel. So I kind of think of these as like a real, like, experience. Do you know what I mean? In a different realm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I don't know if anybody out there is lucid dreamed or you have these really interact. Lucid dreaming, and this is called a lucid dream with a past loved one who comes into that space and interacts with you. So I... Um, my dad had come in and he looked great and he was wearing a shirt like I'm wearing. This shirt is from the inner sanctum of my, my father's office. Um, I, I, t- I, I had it. I found it when I was cleaning it out this last weekend. But um, he was wearing like a, you know, his classic 
shirts and whatever. And he was talking to me, and then he hugged me, and I actually literally felt him hug me. Have you oh, ever had wow. that experience? Feeling stuff in your No, dream? he like literally hugged me. He said, I love you so much, and he hugged me, and he kissed me, and I felt him hug me, so it was like very real. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, and then I, then I woke up, and I realized it was just a dream. So grandma is able to have so many of these kinds of dreams and hers are even crazier than mine, which is really cool because she focuses so much on, you know, when you lose a spouse that you've, you know, loved and been married to for many, many years, um, it's a, it's a tremendous loss, but it gives her, and this is like one of the things I think lucid dreaming can do is give you a sense of peace because you're kind of in control, but she has these crazy, um, like more often than not, my dad visits her in his dreams, in her dreams. I think that's really oh, cool. Wow. Yeah, so whether it's just your imagination or not, but it, it can kind of help with grief and can can help with all of these things. But I was listening to this um, man talk about like how you can kind of train yourself. And it was very interesting. This is like a method. I ne- didn't know there was a whole thing about it. I think it's something that you just do. Or One, one of the things is like every night when you wake up, Try to recall as many dreams as you can. Yeah, you, write, you have a dream journal. Right, write a dream journal. But another thing is yeah, before Stephen you... Stephen should one of my, sorry one of my friends from high school did this. So why 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 was he Stephen did it? Yeah, it's I think it's a practice because uh, he wanted to. I don't know they did they, he just wanted. To it try was something it. that they do in psychology. It works. Yeah. It works. If you just have a dream journal and you wake up and immediately when you wake up you just write down what you remember. And you can kind of remember them when you wake up. Um, Sometimes you can't remember them, but that's okay. You can just say it was cool or whatever, but you can do it. Um, one of the things is this guy said, like, well, you can set an intention, you know, like, I'm going to do this. I'm going, like, so where grandma, I think, does it really well is she's so focused on grandpa. And she always says, you know, she always tells him, she's like, oh, can you come into my dreams tonight? Like, she literally tells me she says that, which I think is kind of a brilliant strategy. So one of the things they said is, um, <clears throat> <clears throat> you think she's doing it subconsciously? Like yeah, she totally. Just does, she doesn't well, she's, she's always, I think she's very, <clears throat> I think she's very um, clairvoyant or what, not clairvoyant, but she's she's definitely connected because I, all of a sudden, like, I'll be doing something and I think of her. I'm like, oh, I should call grandma and she calls me. Do you know what I mean? You you have that, mm-hmm. I don't know, things like that. But she's she's funny. So she she just does it. It just, it's just how she does it. But <clears throat> one of the things is you can, it's like while, while you're falling asleep or you're laying in that, you know, state, you can tell yourself, tonight in my dream, I'm going to look at my hand. And you say it to yourself three times or more. Like you tell, like, and they say, look at your hand. So it's just something, like you tell yourself you're going to look at your hand. Bloody your Mary, dream. bloody Mary. No, bloody shit, Mary. don't do that. <laughs> oh, my God. Go, go, to the, go to the mirror. That's a scary. Go to the mirror no. and say Bloody Mary three times. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's what that reminded me of. No, that's terrible. I think, yeah. Oh, my God. That's, yeah. Uh, stay away from that. But, no. So then when you dream, and then sometimes the guy says, sometimes you remember in your dream to look at your hand. And then that kind of gets you, mm-hmm. like, if you can do that, then you can kind of start to, it's just interesting. I thought I found that very fascinating. But um, I don't know. What do you think? What do you guys think about that? I don't know. I've been, like, going down the rabbit hole and all these, a bunch of different things. And uh. I think... Oh, on that too. Have you not, talked about not dreaming? Not lucid or? dreaming, but just like the theory of because you. It's like some people everything take those um, uh, nootropics, thinking theory oh, of everything. What do you? What do you mean? They make me like I don't know. Like I was listening. I don't even know. Some of it gets a little 
a little out there and mm-hmm. it gets a little freaky. Yeah, and so some I don't, of it, I don't yeah. know if I want to talk about that. Yeah, don't. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not into anything dark or like super mysterious or super spooky as we know. Like we talked about ghost stories the other other day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think good, really moving experiences. And one of them that I had, but this is a, I'll just tell you the story real quickly. But when I was working in um, on my last historical fiction or the last published historical fiction, I really like an author named Dorothy Dunnett and she had passed away. And I was like reading a lot of her stuff. And I really liked her. Like I said, oh, I wish I could have met her when she was alive. You know, she was like a Scottish woman. She lived in Edinburgh. And I had this dream where I was in Edinburgh inside her apartment. And I didn't know if she ever lived in an apartment inside this place. And she was there. And there was another lady there as well that I didn't know, but she was in the background. And we had a tea. And then she said, well, she brought me over to a curio case, like, you know, where they had little figurines. And she had these little figurines in there. And she goes, I want you to pick out something in here. And I, I will, you can, this is how you're going to remember me. And you no, know, depending on like when you choose, make a, you know, pick out one of these figurines and that's how I'm going to remember you. That's how I remember you. And so I was looking at these figurines and it was like, there's all kinds of cool ones, but there was like this white horse that was like on its back legs, you know? And I'm like, I really want the horse. And like, I was kind of afraid to make a decision. I was going to reach for the horse and then your dad woke me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. And I was like, and he woke me up and I'm like, Oh, what? And he goes, well, I thought you were awake. He goes, you were smiling. And I felt like, I was just about, I was with Dorothy Dunnett and we were drinking tea and I was, she was giving me a gift. <laughs> and he woke me up. But isn't that crazy? And I remembered this. And I wrote it down. eyes were open? No, my eyes were not open. I was just smiling. I must have been laying on my back. And your dad thought I was awake. Cool. I was pretty happy. But so, so I, you know, this happened uh, years ago, probably 10 years ago, but it was such a vivid like I'm going to say it was a lucid dream. And when you see somebody, like I have never met Dorothy Dunnett. I've just read her books. Uh, but I really... You know, a, I've gone down the rabbit hole of trying to get meaning from dreams. And I think it's kind of like a... Well, this one was different. It's a pseudoscience. Like, well, this was different experience. It, it wasn't just a dream. Because like a lot of dreams are like, they just say there's you're a working lot of out parallel, issues. There's a lot of parallel you're subconscious. dreams. There's a lot of parallel things that do, happen do you to have people. Recur- do you have recurring dreams? I don't have any recurring. I don't think so. I think I have. Yeah, I don't know. I maybe that's have. a maybe that's a genetic thing. I don't know. Some people are like, I always dream about a red balloon, or you know, I mean, there's something that they dream about. Um, but I, those experiences are cool. Like I, I remember when you were little, you used to have a lot of bad dreams. I'm probably pointing to Matthew, um, because you'd see you were the baby and you'd see scary stuff on TV, and you have to work very hard. And I'm like, as soon as you get those thoughts, you need to push them out. And I think if you can control your thoughts to that extent is kind of like meditation. Like when you're trying to meditate and all of a sudden all these thoughts pop in your head, like, Oh, what am I making for dinner? What's Danny doing today? You know what I mean? And really practicing pushing thoughts or banishing. Like, uh, as soon as you start spiraling into a, a state, you stop yourself and you push it out. Yeah. And I, I think have to do you, that a lot. Actually. Yeah. And I think if you can practice <laughs> that, push it down. Deep down in there. No, yeah. no, well, no. You just well, you just take get sound, rid of it. You face it and you and you move on. You def- face it and you get yeah. rid of it. Well, for me, like it depends on what I'm thinking of or whatever. But sometimes I'll just pray, and that actually yeah. really helps. Yeah, me. it yeah. actually helps me go to sleep. 
Yes. It really helps That's you go to sleep. That's why you say prayers before you go to sleep. Yeah, it's weed. kind of yeah. crazy. It's kind of crazy. But Do you it, fall asleep before you get to the end of your prayers? Sometimes. I do that. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, I forgot. And it's something I just kind of more recently started doing. But, but yeah, that's a very good practice. Really, it's it like is a, very It's a form impactful. of meditation. It's very, yeah, it is a form it's of meditation. It's a spiritual form of meditation. And it's also very like intentional. Like You're usually not that intentional with the things you're doing. Right. Most of the day, like you're just kind of living, going about your whatever your business. But you're. I'll just. I'll just. I. I will pick a topic, and I will fall asleep to that topic. Well, right. (laughs) I'll be like, wouldn't it be cool to be in Vietnam? Okay. What? Why would that be? It'd be like. It'd be like. I like this jet. I want to like think about this jet flying, flying, or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's not. It's not like that. No, but you like, it's but it's absolutely yeah. Like you can you can do that. Like I'll a reading. Like I I you know it's what I was like daydream. It's like a daydream. Yes, yeah, daydream. It's like a, like like too. I find a way to like I find some some topic to daydream on. But I think the to. whole secret to everything is being able to really control, like your thoughts and got you know like because mm-hmm. I've been in a dream where I th- I was like thought I was awake. And it was like awesome, but it makes sense. Like a dream that's kind of lucid makes sense. Like you, mm-hmm. you kind of are in, you know, a very familiar place. Usually when you're dreaming, like I'll always have like, I'm always like in a lakeside setting, but it makes you no sense. You can never sense. see your hands or your feet. Saying, I, yeah. I, I, I unlock. Perfectly happy with my dreams that, yeah. So anyhow, but it's just interesting. So it's, there's a big wide world out there. I think it's pretty um, interesting. Um, so today when you came over for dinner, dad made you watch a, well, well, we're watching a, a new great show. We've moved on from Bigfoot. Your dad still is obsessed with um, the Curse of Oak Island, but that's not on yet. Dude, how God. does he watch that show still? I fall asleep. I like I snuggle. Under how my does he bed. watch that? Is he just so in deep in the show that he's like, well, I have to finish? I it. think we've invested so many years in that, and now it's kind of like that show needs to. It just needs to be like a two-hour documentary. It's a penance. Yeah, it does. Oh, it's ridiculous. They just they probably it. will when they, when they're done excavating. They find what they find, and they're done digging all the shit up. And they find that the the Knights Templar is pretty much or whatever whatever the hell's down there because there's definitely something down there, right? They just keep I don't know they keep pulling up core there. samples. No, I don't know if there's any. I mean, um, what do you mean you don't know if there's anything down there? There's definitely something down well, there. Well, they keep finding things, but um, they someone probably found the treasure a while ago. Yeah, why not? Why not? I know. I think so. I think someone found mm-hmm. the treasure and then died in there. <laughs> <laughs> why do you think that? Because they they tripped all the traps. They, oh. The trap, of, oh. the trap, like Indiana Jones. Yeah, they like didn't fully escape the boulder. like Indiana Jones when he's uh, swapping the sand yeah. for the what, idol or whatever. But he yeah. just he just dies instead. Yeah, the the Ark of the Covenant's down there. What blows my mind is that how deep, <laughs> like All right. how deep they dug. But anyhow, we're not gonna. We're not gonna but yeah. anyway, you're uh, just so, so deep so, into that so show. So we switched. We pivoted uh, because we were bored, and I just couldn't not take baseball any longer. So we started watching Skinwalker Ranch, which is another one of those. But actually, you get results in Skinwalker Ranch. I don't know what the hell's going on. It kind of freaks me out. The whole promise of it freaks me out. But today you came in. We're on the most recent season, which aired, I think, this last summer. And um, How long have you been doing it for? How, long, how many I seasons? I think it's just this is the third or fourth season. Yeah, I think they started in 2018 or 2019, and I psh, never watched it and it really existed, but I've always heard, you know, you hear these, like, mm-hmm. in the, you know, there's always, oh, Skinwalker Ranch, and it's supposedly, like, a curse, an Indian curse. 
you know, the native, I think they're called Ute Indians, were, uh, they captured some uh, Cherokee, I think it is, and they made them their slaves, and the Cherokee got really angry, and they cursed the land, um, and they cursed it with the skinwalker. This is the, this is the, I might have those two Indian tribes, and if I do, I'm sorry, I might have those wrong. But they cursed the land with a skinwalker curse, which means it's like a, sh- a skinwalker is a shapeshifter. It's, it's a maybe a human or some demon that can take the shape of like a werewolf. And it's it, so anyhow, that's creepy, right? But the other weird stuff is all this paranormal stuff that happens, meaning UFO activity around this ranch. There's definitely something weird going on here. Um, so we've been watching the show, and it is it is good because you do get results. But this one that last one that we watched, there is this weird area above this part of the ranch that they call the Triangle that there's an anomaly in there, and they figured it out. And I forgot how they figured it out. It was like back a few seasons. They figured out that there's something weird in there. Well, they figured out that they can't get any like any data. Yeah, and they thought it was like a mile above. They thought it was like three thousand feet above this area, Um, but I guess it, it's it's actually lower than that. It's just maybe it shifts. I have no idea. But there's oh, if they shoot rockets, rockets seem to provoke like a model rocket. Yeah, they have. They're always shooting rockets. I'm like, there's a bunch of guys, right? There's a bunch of scientists. Yeah, it's a bunch of guys playing model rockets. Why wouldn't you shoot? It's pretty cool in the field. And I'm like, yeah, but but it's I mean it's fun like. You know, they, they shoot them up there and they have big laser beams and this, you know, sometimes they take all these drones and, but they are getting some crazy data. So this last one where they shot this rocket up and it gets up like 30 or 40 feet and it kind of explodes. And this time they were using a really high frame camera, right? Mm. So that they can capture it in slow motion and they actually see this blob in the air. It was very cool. And, you, and Dad made you guys watch that because uh, last night that kind of blew my mind. I'm like, well, my God, what is it? Could be wormhole. I don't know. But um, if you're curious, uh, Skinwalker Ranch on Hulu. I would say the only weird thing it, about It is that. definitely a puzzle. It's it's. Uh, I never want to go there, but it's cool to watch other people. Uh, Dan, and I wa- Dan and I watched it, and it was like the only thing that was weird to me because I couldn't really see what they were talking about. But there was definitely like something reflecting the light back off of itself above the rocket, yeah. which is weird. So you can, like, there's like you can't really identify a shape. Yeah, you can, but you can see that there's something reflecting right. light from the opposite direction right. of where the light source is. It, Does that it make is, sense? It is you know something I mean? like that you mirror. can't see with your eye, but they know it's there. Like they'll fly. They were flying a helicopter and they were trying to drop these things to these bottles um, with. Uh, GPS is on them. They really. But again, it could be it could be just a giant psyop. And what is psyop? Is that like psychological a, operation from the government? Yeah, maybe. Why? Why would they go through the effort? I don't know. It's what part is of a master it? plan? It sounds like a conspiracy to distract <laughs> us. Yes. To go into Ukraine or something. I don't know. Why? Why on waste like just this weird ranch in Utah? I mean, it, it makes no sense, but. The history of it is interesting, and it is entertaining, and, um, you know, I'd like to be watching some murder mysteries, but um, for now, this is what I have, and, and it's it's not bad. I don't know what it is, but they do find things. They do see a lot of, uh, what are they called, UAPs, unidentified, what is it, UAP, unidentified phenomenon, unidentified. Aerial phenomenon. Aerial phenomenon, thank you. <laughs> I've been watching the show for 
<laughs> for a couple weeks now. I don't even understand what they're talking about. Um, but anyhow, no, it's, it's like it's just kind of the unknown. The unknown is fascinating, and I think that's what draws me to it, like a dream. Um, like, oh, you just yeah. So, so what do you think? I don't know. I mean, I think there's definitely some weird stuff going on there. I'm not convinced it's not the government doing something weird. Like the government maybe has like a super weird advanced technology base or something. Yeah. I think because I, I honestly think that the government has super advanced technology. I, I'm pretty, I'm kind of a nut job when it comes to this stuff. But like, I feel like <laughs> the government has UFO technology that they're keeping secret because it's a huge national security issue because it's like so advanced that they can't let anyone else have it. And then they probably, maybe yeah. they were doing something at Skinwalker Ranch at one point of t- at one time. And then they, maybe they moved. Well, historically know. from the, from like thousands, hundreds of years ago, there've been reports so it's not like the government, like our government wasn't even set up at the point that they were talking about. Do you know what I mean? Way before oh, yeah. we got here. So they're here. saying they're like way even before the United States. Mm-hmm. They, like the, Indi- the Native Americans the Native were talking like, about they would make this, stuff. They would make this like a uh, spiral, make a pictograph of a spiral. And this interpreter came over, uh, Native American interpreter, and it's on some other ranch. And there's all this around the area because it's, um, it's a very... Um, really, it's a very interesting valley, but it's notoriously weird. Like it has weird things going on in it. But the pictographs that are ancient, um, they interpret that as a that is a portal, and they call mm. it a portal to another realm. So whether, you know, so they f- believe that maybe there. I don't know. I don't know if there is, but it's it's kind of it's it's you know what I mean. It's not solvable right now. So that's what's kind of interesting. And they've got a bunch yeah. of smart people, smart scientists working on it. Well, it's like if you're if you're a compl- if you're a skeptic, which I think a lot of people are probably. Well, skeptics. you have to be skeptical when yeah. you you can't just buy. Into I think there's enough. There's enough. I don't know. There's enough there to be like. There's at least something weird going on here. Yeah, that, and I, th- that's I think that's hard to explain why they're there. So it makes it makes for actually interesting TV. I will say, mm-hmm. um, I've never found. I never saw Bigfoot uh, <laughs> on the many episodes I've seen finding Bigfoot. They've never. Yeah, that was just people walking through the yeah, woods I mean, getting they scared. Definitely, they getting definitely are catching some weird stuff. This one and Oak Island, they, they dig up stuff. That's pretty cool. But this uh, this one seems to, you know, this one's paying off, I'm going to say. It's paying off. So um, it's a, it's at least got me thinking. And uh, l- literally, like I said, I never want to go there, but I'm not brave enough. But I respect the people that work there. But anyhow, anything big going on? You know, who knows? Who knows what's at that ranch? But what we do know is that the History Channel is making a lot of money off of it. And thank yeah. God. And thank God thank for God. the investors. Mm-hmm. Thank God for the investors. It's funny okay. how like history discovery <laughs> for the shareholders. Travels. For the shareholders. It really helps the bottom line. Would be yeah. nice if you and learned like, history on the History Channel. They used to actually have historical yeah, shows. Yeah, but that doesn't sell. And they, no, they moved no, them all no to a, no another paper. It was History Two or something like. Even like, they were well, like. It's all garbage. They stuff. had very, they had some like pretty good history yeah, channels. Yeah, they do. Like Everyone's documentaries they, yes. that were like pretty insane. But they don't run those. But anymore. if you want to find like, like legit history stuff, you have to go to like YouTube now. Yeah, I you think have to go to like some guy who's like, I got a degree in history. 
Some of the YouTube people are insane. Yeah. Like just the yeah. retellings and the recounts of all the things that happened. Well, there's this one guy. Um, he's got a podcast. Isn't it? I forget his name, but he does a podcast called Hardcore History. And I should. I haven't actually listened to it, but I know it's very popular. Like very, very popular. And he goes into extreme detail uh, about oh, a lot yeah, of these I've heard things. Of this guy. Modern hardcore history? history. No, yeah, I think it's probably anything, right? right? I mean, like, like early. I mean, like what Dan kind of Carlin. Yeah, I've heard of Dan. Oh, actually, I listened to I listened to one about uh, believe it or not, Dan. He has a entire episode about Hell Let Loose. Really? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so he's more like World War Two history. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. That's too. Uh, that's too I modern think for he me. does a lot of um like military yeah. stuff and well, a lot no of like. No wonder why you're watching. I'm just talking about. <laughs> no, I just I just saw the one because. Again, Stephen, going back to Stephen. Stephen was like, I think this guy was talking about this game that you play. You should listen to it. And it was actually, it was pretty interesting because he talks to, he talks to one of the lead developers of the video game. So there's some authenticity then in the games you play. Yeah. And he was asking him some pretty complex questions and stuff. And it was, it was, it was interesting because he's like, how do you, how do you hold historical accuracy and not portray like. Well, well, that's. Like not oh, like in, Nazis. Oh, in a game? Yeah, Nazis is Nazis. You know what I mean? Like, how do you stay away from? Uh, how do you stay away from like the really like racist stuff of World War Two, but yeah. also provide authenticity it's to hard, it? Yeah. Well, it's hard because so. you want to. Uh, like they say, you have to learn history. History's hard. It's difficult. It's not soft and fluffy. It's gritty and ugly and barbaric. But. It tells the story of humankind, and you have to learn it so you can understand what governs human beings. You know what I mean? Uh, so history doesn't repeat itself. And you're the dog. <laughs> I know. I never believed that history would repeat itself, wow. but it, I think it, you? It, it actually. When I was a kid, I never believed it. But then, reading a lot of history and looking at history and looking at the modern world now, uh, yeah, there's just something something to it do you think okay so when you read back events in history Mm -hmm. do you feel like that sometimes when you're learning about a subject that there's some like rose glasses maybe rose colored glasses yeah rose colored glasses like sure like what like well you know like i was getting into napoleon i know you were and they were like kind of like Oh, he was a great leader for Waxing France. Waxing lyrical on po- um, Napoleon. He, yeah, he was a great leader for France, but he he massacred right. people. So man, destroyed history people. is told by so by the by the winners. painters. No, by the winners. Oh, the winners. Well, the painters. But like, <laughs> if you lived in France, the and, cheese makers. Yeah, <laughs> history is told by the bank. No, the but it, it's it's all perspective, right? So maybe the French loved Napoleon because he brought them into this you know, the brought them relevant and, you know, greatness. And they were taking over the world. Like he was a one of those leaders who was an extremely brilliant military strategist. But he lost, a, you know, at sea. He wasn't really that good there. And, and the English, uh, the English got him at Waterloo. But they probably studied him and his moves. Back then, warfare was very I, different. Uh, and well, was, I should give so you some books if you want to read about my it. My understanding of Waterloo, and we're getting down in the Waterloo thing, is that, uh, you had Prussia and you had the UK, and they're they're both within like a town apart from each other. And Napoleon wanted to do his old fashioned cut them in half and attack mm-hmm. them one one on one, 
Because if, if he did that to you, if he did that to you, if he did that to you, he would win mm-hmm. every time. Um, divide and, and conquer, Matt. It's he told, divide and conquer. He sent his two high-ranking officers a letter to tell him to go cut him in half. Mm-hmm. And they, like, didn't understand it, did something else. So they had a miscommunication. And then instead of the Prussians moving away from the British, they moved with the British back up to Waterloo. Mm-hmm. So now it was the Prussians and the British both at Waterloo. Uh, attacking with Napoleon and the amount of people that the French lost was like 100,000 or something like that. Uh, it, but, but <laughs> it was crazy. Right. But, it's, history, it's history, but history is like, I don't know, it's, it's human nature and I think it's just playing out and there's some beautiful parts of it. But I think when you read history, you tend to read it like a story and you remove yourself right. from it because you can't imagine um, like what blows your mind, and I probably have said this before, is that you are only here. We are only here today as human beings because one of our ancestors from the dawn of time has survived mm-hmm. every plague and battle, famine, has survived long enough to procreate and pass on your genetic code. Right. And that boggles your mind when you look at the history of the world. So uh, human beings, like we're here to, we're, I mean, I hope we're here to stay. I say that with such confidence, but uh, we're survivors. We're, we're like those cockroaches. Uh, we're survivors. But anyhow, um, on that note, what do you have, Dan, to play us out with? It was just lovely talking to you and having these crazy paranormal discussions. <laughs> or the, oh, I love it. Yeah, love it. That's good. Oh Speaking of Waterloo. God. Waterloo, baby. Kill the French. Let's get it. We love the French. They gave us baguettes. Um, so did Italy, though. Italy. Like, no, French is Everything the France, the French, France is famous for. Italy, Italy is also famous for, for it, too. Really? Pasta yeah. and sauces. God. I, I don't know. I love Ava. This is like One from day. my. From One my day. There's a uh, bus at the ski place. You'll come. You'll pop out of the woods in the middle of nowhere. You've you've taken the ski lift up to the top of the hill, and you ski down through the woods, and you pop out on the road, and you're in the middle of nowhere. And a bus comes around and picks you up, and one of the buses exclusively plays ABBA, and it's awesome. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna <laughs> pick you up. And it's just ABBA. We and should. Take you back. We should make that out. We exclusively <laughs> the, play ABBA. The bus ABBA. comes around and picks you up, and the door is open. Oh no, it's Mrs. Frizz. <laughs> okay guys right. hey listen have a great week out there thanks for listening take care have a good one Bye. hey this is dan hey this is matt hey if you like this podcast please consider liking and subscribing as well as sharing it with your friends and family also if you're interested in darcy hannah's books you can check them out on amazon or darcyhanna.com anyway thank you for your time and your listen have a great day yeah have a good one bye